Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following podcast contains spoilers and adult language. Listener discretion is advised. I'm television's Dave Landau, and you're listening to the Showdown Podcast. I really wish these guys would stop bringing my name up. He's got the moves. Are you some kind of idiot? The look. The brains. Oh, really, fool? Really? But to get his inheritance, he needs a diploma. I can do this if I set my mind to it. Class, say hello to Billy Madison. Hello, Billy. Adam Sandler. Now you're all in big, big trouble. Billy Madison. You want some more of that? I didn't think so. Rated PG-13. School is coming around the corner in four months. <laughs> so we're getting you ready with Billy Madison. This is the Showdown Podcast. I am your host, Brad Scott. I'm joined to my left in the Miller Zoo by Corey Miller. Hello. And we are joined live via the Bottoms Up Skype line. Bottoms Up, Draft Beer, Warp Speed. From White Ass, Delaware. They haven't gotten him yet. He's still with us. Vic Miller. Ducking and dodging, baby. Ducking and dodging. It's the uh, only way you can live out here in Delaware. In streets. Streets are crank. <laughs> streets are talking. <laughs> and we have a special guest. We do. Yeah. This is uh, exciting for us. He's a returning guest, friend of the show, friend of most of the show. We, <laughs> we haven't scared him off yet. At least. Uh, I haven't. I don't Corey? know about Corey and Brad. Who, who's joining us? It's Carl Doniger from Indie Popcon. Hey, everybody. Indie's number one pop culture convention. Hey, it I is, like that tagline. I'm going to use that. It is It is a great, great Consider convention. Consider it stolen. <laughs> it's, I'd say, the best run convention. Yeah. By far. I believe so. And I'd say that starts with the, with the band at top, whoever that may be. <laughs> so that That's very kind. That's very kind. I don't uh, think we have any man at the top, but I'll take credit. <laughs> but being to other conventions, it is it is like a like PopCon is like a breath of fresh air. Hey, that's exactly what I was about to say. Because there's like there's it there's really room. Mm-hmm. Like you can move yeah. at, at PopCon and you can like not when you really necessarily get into the hall the because floor. they're they're busy, but when you like the convention centers, the hallways and stuff are so big that you don't feel like you're kind of Bumping like that. What was the horror hound? It's a great convention, but there's that hotel, mm-hmm. and it's just so cramped when you're trying to get from place right. to place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's one of the things that I like about it too. I mean, just <laughs> it's just space planning. Yeah. It's if you 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 just have to make sure things are in the right places. What goes in? So what what goes into like uh, planning? You, the first one. How did it come about? 
and how did how did you make it happen? The the very first one was years in the thought process, and then we had to hurry up and get it together because we had competition coming into town. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, one of the other co-founders, Ryan, and I wanted to start a gaming convention uh, that was six months out of Gen Con. So we were going to do it in the February time frame every year because nobody wanted to wait a whole year just to go to Gen Con again. Right. And we actually pitched that to Gen Con. Let's, hey, let's just start uh, uh, a con every six, that's uh, six months out and call it Midwind Gen. So Midwinter Gen Con. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were glad you went with a name change. They, well, (laughs) no, yeah, well, yeah, it gets crazier than that. But the, uh, we, uh, they they shot us down. They were just coming out of bankruptcy from Lucasfilm. That's a whole other story. That's a whole other podcast. Wait, who who shot you down? Uh, Gen Con. Okay. They were pulling back. They pulled back from California. They pulled back from Europe. They pulled back from uh, Australia. All their IP that they had given out, they were dumping all their funds back into Indianapolis. And they've at least doubled in size since then. So kudos Mm -hmm. to them. uh, But they they shot us down. And um, Ryan's kids goes to one of the other uh, co-founders' kids' schools. And uh, Larry wanted to start a Comic-Con. So they brought me to lunch one day, and we started talking, and PopCon came out of that over the next year or so, mm-hmm. uh, and we're really not a gaming convention or a Comic-Con anymore. Right. We're, we're definitely both, but we're so much more than that. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, yeah, PopCon was just a, a culmination of two different dreams. And where, where did you, like, because you guys are ahead of the curb. I mean, it was, what, two, three years ago we went to the first one? That you went to the first. That one? We, we as a show. As, uh, yeah, there was. Well, we did two live shows. So we, we went the year before, right? We did go to the year before. And I've that, been every year. And I think the year before was where it was like, you know, kind of like your normal, uh, you know, celebrities from like ten, fifteen years ago, and that you know, the next year. We even pointed out we're like it is just YouTubers that we have never heard of. Yeah, but <laughs> you guys were ahead of the curve because that's who everyone else had heard of. You know, like yeah, we were the old men on the porch, just like who are these new confounded <laughs> yeah. celebrities? And then all of a sudden, it's like, but they got a two and a half hour wait. Yeah, and people yeah, extend them beyond they, that line. They knew who their market was, and they catered to it. And yeah. that's you know that was one of the best parts yeah, about kudos. And about. You know. Yeah, kudos to Sean for dreaming that one up. There's no doubt about it. the 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 video game I, we will we bring in lots of different kind of YouTubers, but the video game side of it, the Let's Players, the that that's who our crowd really caters to because I, it's very pop culturey. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we're we're adding a lot of sciency stuff to that this year a little bit, so we'll see if wait. What do you mean, like one. like uh, like STEM, like uh, actually learning something at PopCon? <laughs> <laughs> we, I mean, we we had done that for. Um, youth-oriented programming uh, that was in regards to video game design um, or to parents on how they can foster their kids to become uh, a better geek because there's a lot of money to be made if they foster it properly mm, uh, okay. in, in, in careers as being a geek. Right. Uh, so uh, we had panels like, uh, what, do, what do I do with my geek kind of thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, because parents don't get it. I mean, uh, no one no one that's on this, uh, that's at this table, or Vic, we never heard of Markiplier before we brought him in Markiplier. Oh, I have. My uh, my daughter. But na- that's but, that's, but, that's but, not completely that, true. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> I have a geek of age who know exactly who yeah. he is. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, but had, had you heard of him before the con that year? 
Oh yeah. Well, right. again, I have yeah, my that's true. son. That's fair. That's fair. I had not. That, you know that demographic. Yeah. So it was. Yeah. For uh, for the listeners, that was like having the Beatles there. It was crazy. Yeah. Him, him and Jacksepticeye and. Uh, oh, my, my daughter loves Jacksepticeye too. We've uh, we've got one of their proteges, uh, Ethan, coming again this year. So that's that's a big deal for him, and he's uh, uh, doing a big push to get out on his own. And I we are fully supportive of that because uh, uh, that's just going to be even more great content out there for the Let's Players. So I do have one YouTube uh, video gamer suggestion for you guys. Right. I know we just talked before we started recording about how annoying send, this is. Send it to info at indiepopcon.com. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the, just, the guru will talk to. We'll, we'll see how he can do it. Uh, <laughs> Ginger Jesus. I don't know if you're familiar with him. I'm uh, not. He I'm is a. Uh, He's the brown shirt savior, uh, the orange messiah, uh, becoming very popular. Is he redhead? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, orangeish, orange. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he's a. He's a. He's a older guy. Plays. Uh, NBA 2K happens to look like that a ginger. A very Jesus. popular esport. Yes, yeah. and they just got their own league. Yep. But they apparently shun the savior. Mm-hmm. They will repent. <laughs> yeah, the Pacers are going big into that uh, the whole esports mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. yeah, another team that will repent. <laughs> Brad's, I got, Brad's got some heat. I got politely told to go fuck myself by Pacers Gaming. The head Karen Kustafitsiso. That's not her last name, but that's yeah, that's what it looks like on half Twitter. of the YouTubers that we're bringing in this year. I can't pronounce their last names. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, why they have. In fact, their their YouTube name is less complicated than their <laughs> real name, which is really weird. Uh, so what what's the what's the biggest struggle every year? Like, what's the thing that you know going in is going to be the most stressful every year about the convention? Getting the right mixture of guests. Mm. The it, everybody knows that we're going to have. Excellent panels, excellent programming, a wonderful vendor hall. Uh, but it really comes down to who you're going to get to see, who you're going to get to meet, who you're going to get to listen to. And and it's tough because uh, it's very expensive to get a lot of people and either singular big people or a quantity of smaller guests. And it's uh, it's it's stressful every year because you have it's a long process dealing with the agents, throwing out contracts, working with dates. And then even when they sign, then you have to deal with the hotels and the flights mm-hmm. and the schedules and the transportation. And so there, there's a lot that goes into it that it may look seamless from uh, from the front end where Outside, because we yeah. don't want. We we don't want any of the stress to fall on the attendees, uh, so we we brunt it all, and it's it's a, it's a heck of a thing. Right. We learned Save Jones is religious at Popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> we were not aware of that we asked, he's because he's the savior of the universe. Come on, man. <laughs> well, we we ask people, we ask, we we always do a like kind of a like couple of dumb questions when we interview these people because they they hear the same shit over and over again. So we always want to give them something. Uh, different, and we were asking people if they had ever seen a ghost, and uh, we were like, "Sam, you ever, uh, you ever was seen?" Was that a- the question you asked him? The first one. And didn't then he went into the Holy Ghost. The first one. Yes, I go, oh, I go, I go, uh, Sam. I go. Sam, you ever seen? Uh, I go. So first question: You ever seen a ghost? And he just goes, "Every morning when I wake up, the Holy Ghost, brother, get me through the day." <laughs> he were like thought he was joking. Actually, he was that's not. A- that's an excellent answer, and that you you just used his voice perfectly. <laughs> and he uh, and he and then he, uh, we asked him uh, who would win because like then we asked him just a couple of benign questions like about uh, I don't even remember. And then uh, oh oh we lost Vic somehow. Vic, welcome back. <laughs> Way to ruin the show, Vic. Hey, it wasn't my fault. I'm I'm leaving that in because that's funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, so where was oh so. Then we asked him if he uh, 
if who would win a fight between a bear and a lion? That was our other question we were asking people. Right. And he took he he took that more serious than that I think science. any other question. Yeah, heck yeah, yeah, heck yeah. Do you remember his answer? Uh, I th- he went through a very long uh, questioning of our of our question, which was: so, what's the environment like? Are they yeah. in the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, savanna yeah. or are they in the woods? Um, if they're in the woods, it would be this. If they're in the savanna, it would be this. But I really have to think it would end up being the bear because when it comes down to it, the bear is going to be larger and stronger than the lion. It, it was a whole long drawn out answer. To that we were all looking at each other like we were really just looking for a bear or a lion. <laughs> he just got into it. The real religious thing is when you ask him about whether or not he believed in ghosts. That's that's the one that got us. <laughs> <laughs> that was absolutely perfect, Vic. We just talked about the ghost thing. Now, who's the who's been the easiest celebrity to work with so far? The absolute easiest celebrity to work with. You know, we've been really spoiled. I don't know if there is actually an easiest because the the people that we've invited all four years have been. Uh, honest and cordial and uh who's um, the one then very easy going <laughs> well, who's the who's the hardest one to work with they're, they're, <laughs> you don't have to say their name just their credits where we would know them from <laughs> and their twitter well, there was there there was a uh, uh a particular person that came to the convention our very first year and ended up marrying one of our attendees really yep and that was that was an interesting Whoa. weekend one of the guests no, an attendee. Oh. A guest married an attendee. Oh. Yep. That's... So wait, did they did they get married that weekend? No, no, oh. but it was shortly thereafter. They <laughs> yeah. should have done it at PopCon. <laughs> it was it was a shotgun <laughs> they, wedding. They met Thursday, got married Saturday. We well, have a shotgun we, wedding we have, because nine we, months later they had to get married? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't oh, even, okay. no, it was weeks. I don't think it was oh, months. Wow. No, it was I don't think there was I don't think kids were involved. <laughs> they still might have known there was a baby inside. <laughs> but, uh, but that was very interesting. That was an interesting. Is there somebody who's not who you won't have back? Nope. 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 Not not one person. Nope. Man, you are really just lucky. Sam Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Too much religion just, in one. I'm man. kidding. Sam. He's always there because he's like the Holy Ghost. If you if you believe Sam Jones is in your heart wherever you go. Oh. Um, he did save the universe. He's the savior of the universe. <laughs> What's the best day of of PopCon for you? Is it the last day when it's like we've got through everything? Is it the first day where it's kind of like the excitement of uh of the of it starting? I mean, or. Because I imagine like the worst day is probably middle, right? Right in the middle. No, it's uh well, we as a staff have a party right after the con, so I do look forward to that. But the uh, there there's really no best or worst day because once it starts on um, Friday for m- the vast majority of people, we may have some Thursday night programming mm-hmm. like we have had in the past. Uh, but I start I start getting everything together on Wednesday. And it's all one big day until Sunday for me. So I don't know that I can even differentiate the days yeah. because it's all just one schedule item after another. So it's it's all just one big thing for me. And and if I get five total hours of sleep over those five days, I'm I'm impressed. So so who is your handler? I have, I, I've heard that I heard that I the have, operations have their handlers to make sure you guys do eat and sleep. Yeah. And so around. my w- one of my best friends, uh, his name's Rob Scherer. He flies up uh, from Texas every year, and he is the hand of Carl. And he even has a, <laughs> he even made a shirt. 
What's it? What's nice. his name? The, well, his name's Rob, but like from Game of Thrones, he's the hand, he's my hand. He's the hand of Carl. So right. if I were sitting on the, uh, yeah, okay. you getting it down? Yeah, yeah, if I was sitting on the Iron Throne, uh, but yeah, he, he, it's just the hand of Carl, and everybody. I don't even know if anybody calls him by his name anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny, but yeah, I absolutely have to have a handler, and he does make sure that when the food order is going around, that I at least have something with me, whether I'm eating it or not. I have it. <laughs> it's just in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Gonna have to use him. Who? Rob. Oh, <laughs> for us? <laughs> no. <laughs> to get to Carl. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the uh, all the operations staff they have walkie talkies, and I quit wearing mine. I give it to Rob, and <laughs> if anything actually needs to get to me, it'll I will answer it on the spot. Yeah. But he's a wonderful filter. It, it gets and then filtered those, through him. <laughs> those those Motorola headsets are the most painful thing to wear if you're just kind of, oh. if it's just constantly on for four days. Yeah, the thing that got, yeah. yeah we had those at Best Buy. Yeah, they're awful. Oh, they're awful. If oh. it, you would think that would be like the first thing you make. Is like comfort, yeah, for an earpiece, like yeah. especially those that are designed for like retail and for convention, because you're going to be wearing it so long at yeah. a time. My because... ear hurts so bad that first year that the only year that I actually wore it. <laughs> oh man, it was raw. It was it was it was like sleeping with one ear down on a hardwood floor for four days. Yeah, that you you couldn't switch sides. No. <laughs> because once you get why hurt both ears oh, at that okay. point? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what do you do outside of popcorn? No, that's my full time job. Full time job, yep. and is it a so it's a year long? It, I mean, it, so like, it has become a year long job. You're like a, like an NFL coach, you know, sure. like you get done with PopCon, you're probably at I'm the scouting, scouting at the for next year's party, events. yeah, and yeah. then all of a sudden. Somebody wanders the, off and finds I, you in your office with a bottle of scotch, and they're like, oh, you got to get some sleep. The convention's over, and you're like, 2019 begins now. It does. <laughs> Actually, we're working on our contract for next year already. So, Is yeah. it going to still be at the convention center? It is. Awesome. Knock on wood. We have to sign the contract, but it is. Yeah. Yeah, we were having, really, we were having a hard time finding dates for next year because so many gigantic companies and events want to come to Indianapolis. We're small potatoes to half of these things. Yeah. So the city's rules default to the people that are going to sell more hotel rooms. So if there's, if there's a citywide like Gen Con, they'll beat us out every time. Yeah, right. It annoys me. It is what it yeah, is. Show, show love. Your, that's, Just that's the whole problem with this damn city. Keep buttering up that city. ICVA, Carl. What's that? <laughs> keep buttering up the ICVA. That's well, no, I mean, <laughs> I, I have great relationships with all of them. Uh, yeah. I... I Ask to bend the rules when it's appropriate, but they there really aren't any rules to bend. So it's just yeah. it is what it is. It's like a good representation of Indianapolis as a whole, though. When it like like for for if you're trying to do something in music or performing or something, Indianapolis is such a bandwagon ass city. It's, like we people don't want to go out and support something unless they've seen it on TV or heard it on the radio. Uh, I I did a show. I uh, I was. Featured for Pauly Shore, Crackers and Broad Ripple, a couple of years ago. And he had five sold-out shows. I mean, we were, like, putting people in chairs, uh, you know, next to next to the balcony just to get them in. And two weeks later, Nate Bargazzi, one of the best comedians in the world, played to about a half, half full room. And it's because people in this city, they just, yeah, it's a very, very... We need to have heard well, of yeah, first. Yeah, but there's, yeah, that's true, but... You know, okay, or when uh, when local guys are there, there's no support. 
Brent Terhune, Jeff the, Bodart, those guys can't draw. The, the city is definitely very skewed to bringing in the outside world and not fostering yep. from within. And I, then gets yeah. mad at places like Chicago, New York, because they talk about their hometown artists and stuff. It's because they they cultivate that man. They and it doesn't. It's not just because of the size of Indianapolis. Because I know markets that I travel to, and I'm just like, damn, I wish I lived here because it's so easy for a local fan base because these people become obsessed with it because they love having someone of their own that's doing something. Whereas here, people are kind of like, like they will, they will, when they see you, they'll, you know, they'll support you and they'll, you know, everything else. They're just not going to make that effort beyond that to actually, you know, continue to support as far as like showing back up and everything else why are you staring at me like that? I'm, indianapolis I'm indianapolis also has um a very tourist uh like a transient type nature to it right now though because of the size of the convention center and yeah, because we're... of how much the city pushes to have events and people come in the local base isn't situated in indianapolis proper so you don't have as much you know they're going out to broad ripple they're going out further outside of that you know downtown area because downtown is very much pushed towards the, the that transit local that you know that tourist business yep, is coming. Can't in argue with that either. Stuff. So there's like it's hard for that's one of the reasons why it's so hard, Brad, because you have you don't have that base. Like New York has such a large metropolitan area and so many people to cater to that it it really can do that because uh, it has some Then you'll have to explain Minneapolis to me <laughs> because those people love their local comics. There's a there's a legendary open mic I've done it once. Uh, in Minneapolis called uh, Grumpy's, and they get about 200-something people in this bar on Sunday night. Minneapolis is an older city. And they run four to five hours. I'm impressed because you're not even funny. I know, right? Like it's, it's, (laughs) it's, But they keep paying me for it. You you know, you would think somebody along the lines would stop (laughs) stop the checks. Yeah. Uh, All right. I threw you off with that one. You did. did. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all fucked up. Uh, (laughs) All right, you know, go ahead, take the lead, Corey. Take the lead. <laughs> yeah, he just looks at me. Come on, Corey, you know. So, Brad, did you see any you movies? This Don't go back to me! Oh, okay, what? Death, yeah, I saw Death Wish. <laughs> What'd you think? Uh, I liked it. You did. <laughs> That's my review. So, <laughs> so that's what I don't want to talk the rest of the episode. I've been mean. <laughs> question for you then. So I'll, I'll have to dig it out of you. As far as it being uh, the Death Wish, the original Death Wish that we remember back in the day. I'm sure he, he um, never watched it. I've never seen it. Told you, never, you never saw the original? Man, that's a classic. Oh, damn it. It's wrong again. <laughs> I have like, yeah, seen it. It's like you review like movies or something. I know. I have Carl. <laughs> he, he hasn't seen anything before 1990. I don't like movies that don't have cell phones. Yeah, I know. Was it a reboot or was it a a remake? He's not going to know. I, what? He's I never seen the movie. I just told you I've never seen it. And the other two of us that have have not tell. seen the new movie. <laughs> so. Okay, how about this? I'll Excellent review, everybody. I'll go, th- I'll go through the whole plot scene by scene. You guys go through the whole plot scene by scene of the original, and then we'll compare and see how many <laughs> match up. <laughs> we only need you to do it, so start talking. Okay, I will say this. I went into it being like, come on, man. I'm supposed to buy that Bruce Willis is going to be a badass? Bruce Willis is a badass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he is. You haven't seen some of his action movies, have you? Not like, I mean, he, dude, he's old. Yeah. He's old like, now. You haven't like seen Die Hard, have you? Right. Like, like he's, he's super You've never old. seen any of the Die Hards? I've, no, I've seen Die Hard. Okay. Singular? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think uh, that was I, I, I you see, see, I'm talking about it was hard for me to buy him as a badass now. Did you see Red or Red 2 no. or uh, uh, G.I. Joe Retaliation? So oh, come on. <laughs> I don't even think the people that made that movie saw that movie. <laughs> That's not my genre, man. My genre is comedy and horror. Those are my favorites. Kind of like one of the other movies you offered, which is Small Soldiers or whatever yeah. it is. And I, was, and I thought I thought you meant Toy Soldiers. And I was like, oh, yeah, that'd be a really good one to review. And then I was like, wait, Small Soldiers? That's not. That's a completely different wait, movie. That and no one even Lee saw that. Jones does the voice of a, like the toys come to Sm- life. That's Small Soldiers. You know, yeah. I remember that from Burger King. They had like a campaign with Burger King. <laughs> That sandwich. That one is actually supposed to be on the list, and for whatever reason, I typed in "toy soldiers," and I was like, "Wait a minute!" And I looked. Well, we could hell, we could do that one too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, small soldiers was an option. Yeah, go back and look at that movie. Yeah, to see if it holds up. That's Vic's I can tell you right now, it didn't hold up then when I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> that was Vic's movie that he wanted added to the list. All right. Uh, so there we go. Now we don't have to do that episode. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, Death Wish. Uh, it's pretty badass. I'll have to watch it. It's uh, it it does a good job, like because they do a good job of like pointing out. I don't know. They make him human, so he does. He's not this unstoppable force. So it, it helped. It helped with the binding because I kind of look at him like Steven Seagal now. No, he he's not. No, so so the character itself uh, or himself wasn't an ex Navy SEAL, ex Special Forces. No, he's a surgeon. Oh, even better! Who <laughs> can't so, even fire so a gun properly? So he'll take a he'll take a uh, ballpoint pen and stick it exactly where it needs to go, and you're just immediately dead. Right. That wasn't a scene, but <laughs> no, I'm just get, I'm just, no, I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, if he's I mean, a, kind, no, not 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 really, not necessarily. He's more like, uh, or he drops a car on a dude. Yeah, he kind of like I saw he, that. He kind of learns. He kind of <laughs> learns. like learns. You know what I mean? Like, it's like he's a. Oh my god! Okay, oh, perfect, oh. perfect example. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Perfect example. Yes, he's like Josh Springer. Do you know Josh Springer? He's the creator of Bottoms Up, the beer dispensing system. You're a wonderful sponsor. Yes, yes. he's like that dude. This is why he reminds me of him because that dude decided last August he was doing a celebrity stand-up show uh, for Crackers, and he went out and did an open mic first, and then he did the the celebrity show, and then he wanted to keep doing it. Because he just he enjoyed it, you know. It became like a, a passion thing. Sure, and that's Josh. You just described Josh. <laughs> well, I mean, and that's and he's, but he's gotten so, so fucking good so quick. It's amazing, especially because he's limited on how often he can get so on stage. You're saying Josh is the Bruce Willis? He's yeah. He's like Bruce. He's, yeah. He's, he's and he shot three guys at the open mic last week. Oh, okay. Uh, but no, he just he he's picked it up very quickly because of how smart he is as a person. That it's just it's something that he's like faster than comics I know who've been in the business for years. As far as you know, he'll I'll be like, hey, don't move around like this on stage because it just comes across as nervous or whatever. And then the next set, it's all fixed immediately. And I have comics that have been doing it for a couple of years who I'll be like, hey, you need to not do this or this. And I it takes a few shows to kind of break that habit. So that's what it reminded me of because like he just Bruce Willis uh, starts learning about like guns and shit like that. And then all of a sudden, you know what I mean? Like he's an expert. So after what two kills, now he really knows how to handle it. Yeah, pretty much. And like they have. So like, what was the what was the cause? What was the opening scene that makes him want to go around killing people? Oh, the exact uh, same thing as the original movie. Okay, yeah, his okay, wife okay. gets killed. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, that was Bronson, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, I'm just trying to make Bronson. sure that I'm even remembering. Charles Bronson. Trying oh. to try make sure I'm even remembering the right. <laughs> I was like, man, yeah, that yeah. was it's like Death Wish with a British yeah. accent. That would have been awesome. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's a retelling, but the the interesting thing is, is the yeah, it could have been, hold on, it could have been Pierce Bronson because if in that movie, if his wife would have been murdered, he's just so handsome, he just would have found another wife. It's <laughs> Bronson and Brosnan. They're two completely. Oh, different well, they sound right, similar. Right. Damn it. So <laughs> <laughs> looking looking at uh, at the difference between what the uh, what like the tomato meter versus what the audience meter is on it, uh-huh. the movie got a seventeen percent. Um, on the tomato meter, and it got an eighty-four percent on the audience review. Yeah, Ron, so, Ron Tomatoes lost me when they gave it comes at night, like certified <laughs> fresh. That movie, so that's <laughs> that's kind of like the Orville. The Orville, the critics hated it, but the audience yeah. loves it, mm-hmm. and now the critics yeah. have to like it. Yeah, yeah, they have no choice. Yeah, they'll slowly change their tune once it starts making more money. They'll, they'll that number will start to increase as the uh, as the paid off uh, critics start to watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's doing much better with the uh, with actual people, obviously. But I'm curious to see what Brad, if Brad liked it. If Brad liked it, then uh... <laughs> you know that's weird, Vic, because I have a friend who constantly says I like every movie that comes out, and I'm like, I don't. I'm like, in fact, the last three movies I've posted about on social media, my reviews have all just been a picture of a dumpster on fire. Like, right. I, I only liked, like, like three movies I saw last year. Was, was Black Panther one of your last three? No, 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 no. This was, this, I had this conversation a few months ago. Uh, <laughs> You're just reviving the joke. It was, it was Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Told you you weren't funny, though. So uh, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, Billy Madison. <laughs> Billy Madison has a 46% to, uh, Rotten Tomato media. Seventy-nine percent on the audience. Right. Mm. That's probably every Adam Sandler movie, right? Mm-hmm. Except for Jack and Jill. Everybody just agreed that was a piece of shit. Yet, I've, God, like you know, I haven't even seen that. Like that? That's Sandler funny. Fans. No, I haven't even seen Jack and Jill. Really? Yeah. What's your favorite Die Adam Sandler, Sandler movie? Fans will tell you oh man, that's a tough. That's a tough call. Uh, because because I didn't like when I rewatched Billy Madison. I didn't realize how often I was quoting it, but. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, now I'm totally drawing a blank when he's playing. He's a golfer, hockey golfer. Happy, happy, yeah, happy Gilmore. Thank you. Mine too. I think mine's Wedding Singer. That's a pretty good one. He, I mean, he's. Did you change your answer? No, 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 no. Okay, yeah, that, no, that's that's a very good. That's a yeah. very good answer. I can't even argue with that. No, but uh, I mean, you know, he acts, he, Bob Barker beating the crap out of him. Yeah. you just can't beat that scene. Yeah, it's my favorite scene too. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Wedding Singer is more of a gr- his grown up movie. If you if you think about it, yeah, sure, he's got some childish behavior in there at times, but I think I think he was growing a little bit more. Compare that role to Happy Madison, what? To, to Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore. Yeah, it's tough not to say Happy Madison. Yeah, because that's his company. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's his company name. I actually liked. I think the one that I enjoyed the most was Little Nicky. Nobody cares, Vic. Oh man, that one's that one was that rough to awful. watch. Awful. It's not. It's not awful. Are <laughs> you like, joking? Yeah. <laughs> was that a joke, Vic? That's why he lives in Delaware. Cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought sincerely. I only like the ones that have the black people in it. So wait, hold on. <laughs> Let me think. Which one? Wait, Shaq was in a couple. He, so you like Grown Ups? Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> likes Grown Ups. Yeah. Well, Shaq was in that one. And I think it's a Grown Ups. That was Grown Ups too. Yeah, was that the, was Grown Ups too. He was in the first one too, though, wasn't he? No. No. Yes. No. Because they played what? a cop. No, he was in the second one as a cop. No, wasn't yeah. he working in? Uh, no, he wasn't in the first. He was not. I could have sworn he put. He was uh, working in the uh, sports equipment store that uh, Adam Sandler worked in. I do not remember that. No, I just know Grown Ups Two is literally looks like Adam Sandler took a vacation with his buddies 
And then they <laughs> were like, at the end of the vacation, they were like, "Hey, did you got you got that first cut of the movie?" And he's like, "Fuck, we forgot to make a movie." <laughs> oh yeah, that's what all the somebody, about. somebody. I saw a guy, one of the guys as a as a uh, a mail truck. Let's see, maybe that's a maybe that's a plot. Yeah. Every everybody heard that shit about him giving a car to everybody that was in Grown Ups and then wanted to be in the movie, so it wasn't hard to cast. Everybody was volunteering. You know, uh, who was it? Somebody recently had like a dinner and everybody that got there was like all the people that had helped him through the years. Uh-huh. And when they got to the his house for dinner, they had a, a suitcase with a million dollars in it. OK. And that's what he was given the people like his. It was people who let him sit on his, their couch when he was tr- trying to become an actor. Uh, yeah. you know who it was? But it was it Clooney? Might have been Clooney. It seems like a Clooney thing. To do. Are you saying Clooney did that? Yeah, like he had like the people that had helped him coming up, like coming up. He had them over for a dinner, and they didn't know what to expect. And when they got there, there was like a like a little suitcase with their name on it at the dinner table, and they opened it up, and it's a million dollars. So he pulled, and he also paid the taxes. He pulled an on it as well. You get a million dollars. You get a million (laughs) dollars. Do you like George Clooney? Yes, me too. He's yeah, he's my favorite. Yes, he hasn't. He hasn't done anything of late. I agree. Yes. Yeah, he's a hack. He's a piece of shit now. <laughs> uh, Hail Caesar was not his. Best oh movie. God, no, that was bad. I just watched it a couple weeks ago. Yeah, not good. Speaking of which, Corey, yes. yeah, how's what? the movie watching going? Movie watching. Oh, you guys want an update on that? I am currently. Two I wouldn't movies... have asked if I didn't. I know. I'm two movies behind. God damn. I I got. <laughs> Well, I had a lot of editing. The last time I talked to you, you were one movie behind. Have you watched nothing? No, I was like yesterday. I was like five movies behind. I watched three movies yesterday. Well, do you not remember, Vic? What was it? Just a month and a half ago when he was celebrating being ahead? Oh, yeah, because, you know, he brings it up whenever. That's why I asked, because he will bring it up very quickly when he's ahead. But when he's behind, he tries to avoid the conversation as much as possible. I remember we had to remind him that it was just January. Yeah, <laughs> to fill you in, I'm doing. I'm watching 365 movies in 365 days. No, 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 hold on. To fill you in, and they all have to be movies to I haven't in. seen. No, before. no, no, no. That's not how you fill no. them in. That's not how you fill them in. Here's how you fill. To he did this last year. No, the year before. The year before. Mm-hmm. All right. And it didn't. Work we did out. it for 2017, right? No, it's 16. 2016. And you realize last year was 2017, right? And so if it was the year before, it wouldn't be 2017. I, I know, but it's kind of like when it's like two in the morning. And you don't know whether you're supposed to say today or tonight. Like you don't know if it's still part of. <laughs> well, you can last still say tonight, but it is still today. today. I do that with years. Uh, <laughs> but he tried it in 2016, and he failed miserably. How, how, what number did you get to? Oh, um, twelve. A hundred and yeah, it was like 175 somewhere around. So there, no, 180. so then he decided he failed miserably. Exactly. Yeah. So then he decided, well, I failed miserably. What I should do is do it again, but make it tougher. Because I'm not allowed to have seen the movie before. Because he definitely, he failed when all he would have had to do was just think of another 180 movies. Well, you could just like, watch. That's what I watched. You just watch the current active movies and keep up seven a day. Yeah. I mean, it's. You need to get a movie pass. I'm getting one. Well, hell, he had 52 of them pretty much done anyway because we were doing about a movie a week, if not two. So just keeping track of our shit would have got him out part of the way through. <laughs> yeah, that was really, it kind of pissed <laughs> so us really off when he watch, first did it. He really didn't watch that many more movies in the first place because he probably included our movies. Yeah, right? it pissed us off in the first at first because we're like, 
oh wait, you're going to be watching movies on your own for some game you're playing, but you can't watch the movies that we do for this fucking show? We <laughs> <laughs> did a movie about somebody's life. Oh, God. And when we were talking about it on the show, Breaking if that person goal. is alive oh, or dead. That's a classic. Yeah. He had no clue. I forgot. Did you seen it? No, no, no. no. Whether he was alive or dead. Like at the end of the movie. And we, we were talking about it that week. It wasn't like he had seen it three months ago. We'd watched it, was it actually, that week. It was actually one of our battle episodes, and I had to do his part for him. And for the record, he's dead now. Thanks for bringing it up. He is dead? Yes. Shane. Shout out to Turner. Yeah, he on probably that died after hearing our episode because he couldn't, like, couldn't handle it anymore because Corey didn't know whether he was alive or dead. No, if he just would have waited, we had Carl coming on. It would have. <laughs> give him the reason to live. <laughs> you like that one, Carl? That was a good joke. O'Doyle rules. <laughs> All right. So, anything else, Vicky? Have you seen any movies? Um, I actually have not had time to see much of anything. Unfortunately, I've been traveling, so Corey. That's Kiki yeah. I've seen a few. <laughs> give, it, give us a review. <laughs> Let me try and think. Of, hold on. Let me. Th- Ask Carl. Ask Carl if he's seen Carl, anything. Let me seen any uh, yeah, you don't even want to be started because I, it's sound, I probably on. watch more movies than Corey. The uh, <laughs> I, I've been catching up with uh, Oscar-nominated movies, so I finally just saw Coco. Uh, it was it was better than I expected it to be. And if you don't cry at the end, you're not human. I did. I did see a Saturday Night Live sketch. Yeah, there's this past weekend. Oh, it's easy to make fun of. No, but no, no, no. They're just the only thing they make fun of is that this lady's like. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. She's like, I, I just saw Coco, and I got to say, it's the best animated film I've ever seen. And what was the host? It's name? the dude yeah. from This Is Us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, just Sterling starts K. laughing, Brown. and yeah. he, he's like, the husband's like, well, what, are you, what are you laughing at? He goes, Oh, your wife's show. Really oh, funny. yeah, it was yeah, Shrek. Yeah. Now I was like, I know I've seen this skit. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah, okay, yeah, it was the, the Shrek. The best episode. animated movie ever, Shrek. And, he's and he gets mad. Yeah, that was, that was actually a pretty funny little sketch. Wreck It Ralph's the best animated movie ever. <laughs> Are we doing this now? No, we're not. <laughs> so I, I mean, we well, have to take Lion King out uh, of the equation because that's default. But after that, I saw uh, Call Me by Your Name, which was spectacular. I like, still haven't seen that one. It's it's you uh, drink your coffee before you see it, but the it's uh, so well made. You're just you just you're watching the cinematography and you're listening to the music and you're you're caught on every word that the characters are speaking it's just it's a crazy it's shot kind of 1980s cinematography style mm-hmm. and it's just uh and it's set in the 80s which is coincidentally What's it, what is it about uh it's a coming of age story of a kid that uh in italy that uh gets to meet his father's um uh student for the summer so yeah it's an exchange student program in college uh to study um like italy so it's roman artifacts for the uh-huh. summer and uh they they create they have a very significant bond throughout the throughout the movie so do they have cell phones in the movie n- no no it's the 80s no be tough they have they have Italy. although i like stranger things did you finally watch the season two uh no not yet because harper and i want to do it together and we're gonna do like a marathon when she gets out of school but uh yeah i was able to do stranger things season one because i was like i know what that is that's I remember that. Yeah. It's like, look, I, I like to go to restaurants that have stuff on the wall. Yeah. Just, you know, be like, yeah, look at that. Seen that movie. Bar Simpson. <laughs> it's on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's a skateboard. Uh, what it said, did you see Shape of Water? That's the one I haven't because uh, it's, uh, I just have to go find a theater that's I'm got sorry. it. I'm sorry. I, 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 
I saw th- three billboards out of Ebbing was the last one that I've seen very recently. And what'd you think? Oh my god, it was awesome. Really? Yeah, I I was again surprised because what a, what a silly name that is so appropriate for this movie and um, every character just again they're just so good at their characters and they're they're um, the main character is just deep and she it has probably one of my favorite new scenes of any movie. It's got to be in my top twenty. Um, if you haven't seen the movie, but uh, it has very little to do with the the plot of the movie, so I'm not really even ruining anything. But her priest comes over, and she has a soliloquy in front of this priest that would make Sam Jones cry. <laughs> I need to see the Holy Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was awesome. I need to. I just need to get that whole thing written up and put on a wall somewhere. Uh, did uh, did you see it? I have not seen it. I've seen the. I saw the original uh, made-for-TV movie or series. Oh, it's a different movie. Oh, I'm sure. It's like well, we we. I've had this discussion. With a friend, oh, Lord, who I, I don't he managed to swing it back to I, it again. I don't I typically. I don't typically go for movies that are keyed on their where their primary goal is horror, because all I see is a bad comedy. Mm. If if it's supposed to be scary and bloody, <laughs> or a um, a hand reaching out of a gutter. I will just laugh, and I'll be the guy in the middle of the theater just laughing because it's so freaking stupid. I'll just be sitting there. Oh no! Everybody else is going. Oh ah, no! That, ah, that hand reaches out to grab the child he just dismembered. So, yeah, okay, that'd be funny. That, I, actually, I agree hundred percent. Actually, I agree hundred percent. We have the same sense of humor, Cross. Incredible! It's, it's amazing. Uh, you'd probably like my stand-up if you got the chance to see it. Um, but did you see? Because uh, I, I, I have an issue with the Oscars every year. I feel like. There's too many, like, they, they don't, there needs to be a movie that represents the people. Like, none of the movies that like, were nominated for Best Picture, like, I had seen. Like, Get Out? <sighs> yeah, but that, it has to oh, always, it, so it always has really to be that. It, for free. it always has to be social message or something like that for it to get there. Whereas Get Out should have, absolutely should have been there, but if Get Out didn't have the, the race message behind it, there's no way in hell it's getting the attention it got. Whereas I want to see movies that represent common people, I want to see it get a nomination. That you think that represents common people? It was the highest grossing movie in the history of September. <laughs> like the oh, history of the month. In the history of September. It really is. I mean, that that's, you mean to tell me that's and it's a good movie. That's it's not well saying done. much because last month was the biggest money making movie of any February. Maybe oh, just what, more Black Panther. Are, maybe more people are just going to movies. But you know what? Uh, most tickets sold, least amount of concessions sold. That's racist. But yeah, I, gas stations, I was waiting for you. Gas was waiting stations for you. around the theater, business has never been better. No, that's dollar stores around the theater, fucker. Get it right. Uh, giant, <laughs> giant handbags flying off the shelves. My mom liked it. Uh, I thought it was just okay. Well, yeah, I, I put my review on Facebook. Yeah. And I'm not reiterating it because I... Have gotten a lot of a lot of flack for it. No, it's because, it was because it's one of those things. It's I like, was I was not allowed to review it like I review any other movie. Mm. Well, yeah, it's. I thought it was a good movie, but I didn't think it was like one. Of, I wouldn't even probably put it in my top five superhero movies. Nope, I'd have to really. I wouldn't think even about put it, it in my top five Marvel movies. Yeah, I don't think I would either. Uh-oh, Vic is just seething right now. <laughs> he is on the bottoms up. Uh, Skype line, bottoms up, draft beer, warp speed. I love how I love how the whole room just turns and looks at Delaware. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, well, I mean, was, you're actually the only one that could speak on that. Now, did you did you take the throne in with you, Vic? Did you see that? Did you see <laughs> that? The meme. Did I take the throne in with me? Yeah. You didn't see that meme where it's like this <laughs> big, like golden, <laughs> like uh, throne chair type thing, my, and then the caption is favorite... just, uh, "I'm taking this in with me to watch Black Panther. Ain't nobody stopping me." <laughs> my favorite one, my favorite meme is actually actually it's a short video, but uh, it's a black guy going. He's like, "Yeah, I'm going in to watch Black Panther." He goes in. He's got on a pair of jeans and you know Tim's. He walks out in a full dashiki <laughs> with a with an accent, and then this other guy walks past me. He's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm going to see Black Panther again." My <laughs> and then, oh, that's all another one where it's like, uh, I can't wait for 20 years from now when all the teachers are having problems pronouncing the name of the kids Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the picture of the dude that dressed up? As- as, Baku. as um, um, James Earl Jones from uh, 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 Coming to America. No. Yeah, he went dressed as James oh, Earl Jones. Oh, they were cosplaying as James Earl. Oh, that's a, that's a really good cosplay. <laughs> to Black Panther. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> I thought it was funny. That was a fictional country too, wasn't it? Yep. Was it? Yeah, oh yeah. I'm not yeah. going to be able to come up with it off the top of my head. Uh, yeah. I, I get, okay, so I understand it's Eddie an Murphy, important totally movie. From the, it's a very important movie. But if we're gonna like like let's also treat it like a movie. I hate that. Like we could say it's a culturally significant movie. It's a very big deal. It is awesome that black kids will be able to go and see a superhero that looks like them. That is amazing. But if we're gonna just hold it up as a movie, eh, it was okay. But I feel that way with a lot of first superhero. But I feel that way with a lot of first movies. Superhero that's the lead that looks like them. Yes, that's the difference. Yeah, but I and but it's like I I, I don't know I get it, but so you want to know the movies I watched? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, go ahead. probably not because <laughs> he had to look them up. One yeah, of them, I did actually. unfortunately, one of them was fucking uh, the room. Ugh. Nope. Well, yeah, that was last week. Still we watched the, we that. watched the room. Um, but I watched Cooties today. Okay, it's got Cooties. Elijah, yeah, Cooties. It's got Elijah Wood, uh, Rain Wilson. Yeah. And uh, it's about kid, their teachers in, in an elementary school, and the kids turn into zombies, and so they end up having to fight their way out throughout the entire day. How was it? It wasn't bad. It was actually it was a different it was a different take on zombie movies. It, it's fairly comical. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of great jokes in there. At one point, Rain Wilson. But it is 100 percent cliche the entire time. Oh yeah, it, for sure. Just, it's just it's just a big conglomeration of every zombie trope ever made using kids. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> my, I, one of my favorite lines is uh, <coughs> Rain Wilson is looking at Elijah Wood and he says, uh, "You're like a little hobbit." Jumping around here, and I just thought because Elijah Wood played a Hobbit, that's yep. why it's funny. Brad's just yep. staring at me. Like, I've never seen any of those movies. Yeah. The Hobbit is from uh, Lord of the Rings. I know I haven't seen that one either. Loser. <laughs> I agree, Carl. Uh, let's see what else. Guys, a loser. I watched uh, <laughs> Adventures of Ford Fairlane. Of what? I haven't even heard that one. Adventures of Ford Fairlane. It's one with Andrew Dice Clay from the nineties. You were oh. digging deep. Oh god. Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing. Remember, I have to watch movies I haven't seen before, and going through Netflix and uh, Hulu and Amazon even, it's like trying to find newer stuff is a little difficult. Uh, there's a couple of them that are long. Like, the James Bond ones are over two hours long. I'm like, I don't want to. Oh, but they're so good. Oh, yeah, I'll get to them eventually. I best just, James just, Bond? Just watch them in one and a half speed. <laughs> Seriously. I just have to be in the mood for them. Yeah. Best James Bond? I say Pierce Bronson. 
<laughs> oh, the actual the actor that's best James Bond. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm the oddball. I, it's George Lazenby was my favorite, and it's the name that nobody even remembers. But yeah. I really thought he nailed uh, James Bond in the one movie that he got to I do. Was say, I just, I thought on Her Majesty's Secret Service. It's, Wait, he just did one? Yeah, yeah he was he was a filler between uh, between um, uh, Connery and uh, Roger Moore. Oh, how about how the, that had to suck. For him, like, yeah, I'm the new James Bond. No, I mean, he, no, he was incredible. he was only contracted to do that one movie. He did uh, not go into it thinking he was going to be in the new Bond, other mm-hmm. than once. Yeah, I guess well, back then they probably that probably wasn't even a thing. And, and they refer to that movie just about every movie, other than the new ones, mm-hmm. because they're prequels. The Octopussy, but uh, he gets he's <laughs> it's, it's the actual movie where he gets married. Yeah, Bond it, got married, and that's the one. Yeah, and she well. I'm ruining it for you. She immediately dies. I, I, no, I won't, they won't have cell phones. She, she, she immediately, yeah, they have way cooler things than cell phones in every James Bond movie. That's true. They have right. Wi-Fi. But, yeah. 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 Do you know what? Technically, have yes. You seen, have you seen Bond <laughs> movies? I, I've i seen, like, the classics, Goldeneye. Uh, <laughs> the classics? <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> you know, you Tomorrow know, Never Dies. Idris Alba. Tomorrow Never Dies. Goldfinger. Uh... You know, the spy who shagged me. Uh, I've seen all the classics. Uh, Vic, your favorite Bond? Uh, Idris Elba. Hasn't happened yet, but it's coming. Ah, uh, yeah. That's, uh, it'll be a woman. It's, it's coming another Wakanda thing. We're going to have to... It's the greatest James Bond movie ever made. <laughs> Concession sales. Never, never. Hey, it'll make money. <laughs> uh, kind of. Get a whole get a whole another demographic into James Bond. <laughs> it'll make money that first night, and then the next day when the bootlegs come out, <laughs> it will not make a dime. <laughs> Those darn Wakandan bootlegs. Uh, Corey? Sean Connery. Yeah. Oh, really? It's tough, mm-hmm. it's tough to compete with Sean Connery. I mean, I still think Pierce Bronson, like, he just... Which he... which which movie? What's your favorite Sean Connery? Um, uh, To tell you the truth, I can't ever tell the difference. I can't remember. Yeah, okay. You have that, you you don't even know the distinction, do you? No. Yeah, he, he just threw out the name. He just threw out a name. No, I've seen some of the older ones. I can't remember. But you probably don't even remember if you you probably think like Sean Connery was great in this one, but it was Roger Moore and like no. no, no, no. I, just, I saw in his eyes when you asked no, him the the Roger Moore ones are very clearly eighties movies. But when it, you asked him what his favorite one was, I saw in his eyes he didn't have a fucking clue even the name of a Sean Connery <laughs> James Bond. <movie. laughs> Am I right? I'll tell you one of my <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, so when we started off the year with him doing his little how many movies has he watched, he was he had said he watched four movies he was super excited about, and uh, Vic was just going to let that go. I said, I mean, without thinking, I said, what were they? He named two movies, then he struggled <laughs> with a third and gave us a, it was about this, 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 and then the fourth one, he just gave up and went, I don't know. Because he hadn't watched a goddamn movie. All right, movie. so now, without so looking did, at your phone, name one Sean Connery James Bond movie. Just name one. Did, just, did oh, Vic, hold on, Vic, hold on. Go ahead. Oh. From Russia with Love. Okay, good. Is that real? Is that right? that's, that's a really good one, yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Did, did Connery have the most James Bond movies overall? Yes. I don't know. Did we see how yeah, many Bronson he had, two, had? He was in it for two decades, so I would have to say yes. Did we see how many Pierce Bronson had? Three. Four, right? Three. Goldeneye, Tomorrow Never Dies. Well, Daniel Craig's probably got more. He's got. Mm, he's got four. eight. So Connery has eight. Yeah. Oh, then that's gonna be it. And there's twenty some yeah. out of them though. I've wanted to go through and watch every one of them, kind of in order. Can you? Can Not you that do it that anymore? Rattle, I don't think. Can you do that anymore? Could you just Elba be in eight James Bond movies? 
Yeah. I don't know. I feel like people get sick of people in that character well, nowadays. True. It's different back than back oh, then. Oh, you mean attention span wise? Like coming up with that many movies? No, well, just no, no, just just people kind of get tired of someone playing a character. I feel like nowadays. I mean, look. Well, Daniel Craig sure is tired of it. Yeah, and I mean, well, yeah. Christian Bale was playing Batman, like one of the greatest characters in history. And after three movies, he was like, ah, "I'm good." Well, uh, oh, you mean as the individual actor? Um, yeah. Well, in audiences, I feel like nowadays wouldn't be okay with that. Well, like, Matt Damon's done by the four sixth, more I feel movies. like people are going to be treating it like, you know, like scary movie where Didn't it's he just, oh. One? Yeah, yeah, he skipped one. He born. Yeah, he did the so. first three, skipped one, and then he did another There's one. There's five that. of them? There's five. Wow. The fourth one's Jamie Renner. Yeah. So do you, th- do you think he could? I think so. <sighs> I just don't. I think I got two. I, I, I don't know. Too. I don't know. We'd get, I, think, I feel like we'd get sick because that's what we do. We we get excited about someone and we pump them up. And we build them up, and then Who as soon the... as uh, they get the exposure, we're like, "Fuck them!" I'm sick it, of seeing. You also have to remember, like Chetifor? having Chetifor that was in mm-hmm. um, Serenity as the bad guy. Adewale Chetifor. I don't I'm know. I'm guessing the room does not know what you're talking about. The movie Serenity. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to remember. Was... The, because I'm just trying to remember if that's the right actor. I'm trying to name. remember which one Serenity was. It's Firefly Universe. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. No, I never saw that one. Oh, wow. Did you see Firefly? You're the talking, you're talking I saw about like one you're, episode. You're, you're talking oh. about. Actually, I tell you, I, he's I, talking I, about the the main um, super uh, not super soldier. What the hell was he? The general of the. Uh, he was the black ops. My guy. brain is not. Yeah. He was the dark ops. I should say not. Yes. <coughs> um. No, I saw part of the, of the movie and I saw like one episode. So I am really bad. That's unfortunate. Why have you not watched that, dude? It's so good. It's so good. Joss yeah. Whedon it is best. Yeah, I know. I bet that's that's so one thing I've been wanting to go back to do. But there's just yeah. But we know how you me. are about well, watching. That, you can add that to your three hundred. You can add that to your three sixty five. Yeah, but do, do I have to watch the Look, TV show first? Though? You should. Yeah. Look. So the, here's here's the here's the problem. We do a TV show, uh, a, a podcast about TV shows in the, in the DC universe, and he won't catch up on those shows. So try to That's get him to go true. back and watch something else. Well, the, yeah, but there's only 13 oh, yeah? total episodes. How far episodes. are you in Arrow? That's the only show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You said shows, plural. You guys watch Legends <laughs> of Tomorrow? Yes. Yeah. We do a show weekly. Yep. We're, it's uh, the Miller Times podcast. Knock, knock on wood, we're trying to get Arthur Darvel. Oh, yeah. That would be good for us, Vic. Just saying. Yeah, and Corey, you'll have to be the one to go and get the interview. Everybody, knock on wood. Yeah, not. Yeah, we need, we need Vic, you're not going to be here for Popcon, huh? You're not going to be here for Popcon. I have not. I cannot confirm that just yet. <sighs> Is your car up on blocks there in Delaware? <laughs> I've made that drive. My, Vic's our, Vic's our so ticket. My my travel schedule <laughs> is the issue. Vic's yeah. our ticket <laughs> to interviews. You know, no, just, nobody's gonna just, get mad just at tell him you're coming guy. to sell us a laser tag gun or something. There you go. <laughs> there, yeah. <laughs> we still got to do commercials. So, <laughs> one, hold on, hold on. Here's here's my thing because I was trying to answer the Brad's question about them making things again. I I feel like in the day there weren't as many people to choose from. So like Sean Connery was such a huge actor, and everyone wanted to see him in action. Now you have so many freaking people to choose from, and so many different like action adventure movies to to choose to go see. I just don't think it would support having one actor do it that long. The Rock, maybe the exception. Well, but he's not he's not doing one genre of movie. 
No, yes, like, he is. Vic, he's doing the same movie. Just, just, he's doing the same movie. Instead of an earthquake, the, it's a monkey. He's I mean, doing that's... the same character, not the same movie. Hey, everybody go see Rampage. Please go see Rampage. Oh, I want to go see Rampage. <laughs> that looks awesome. I'm in a movie pool that where I have to rampage is one of my movies, so it's like oh, it's like fantasy draft. See, I was reading too much into that. Wait, wait, wait. So like it's like it's like Yeah, don't read based into on how much it, That was a personal request. Based on like it's based on uh like how much the movie makes. Domestic gross. Oh I'm going I'll be there opening day. <laughs> I can't wait Dude. to yeah, I'll I did use Carl. Like, I used to play anyway, the heck out of that game. And that was pre cell that was pre cell phones. Man, I used to I used to play that game a lot too. It was my favorite game of all time. Is it yours? No. Oh, that doesn't matter either. I hate Galaga it. would be my favorite <laughs> yeah. game. Galaga, by far, greatest game in history. If we're talking history. arcade games, it's Galaga for Absolutely, sure. if we're talking arcade games. All right, we'll be right back. This is the Showdown Podcast, apparently. We'll be right back. It's commercial time. Corey, go ahead. Tell people where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at NKOGonzo. Vic. You can find me on all social media as a Miller King 5-1. You can also find me on gaming platforms as Black and Angry. That's B-L-A-Q, the letter N and Angry. All right, Carl. I, I don't use social. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, it, 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 just our website, IndiePopCon.com. And check them out on Facebook. And uh, make sure you put a request in that you want to hear the showdown live this year's IndiePopCon. And uh, tell them that you think I'm funny. <laughs> that the bottom of your review just Brad Scott is funny I, mean, I seen him you can find me at bradscottcomedy.com that's why I have some stand up there Carl I can send you my EPK actually that'd be easier uh, the heck is an EPK electronic press kit oh it's what we use in the business that's fancy <laughs> He said business in quotes <laughs> uh, for, by, uh, I love when Brad brand. learns new terms becoming a brand yeah Right, that's what you're supposed to say. Uh, single dad, comedian. I mean, I don't know if you know this, Carl. I'm a single dad. I'm raising my daughter by myself. It's like pretty, pretty so, Vic, what other noble thing to do. Did you want to uh, promote? <laughs> you can also find Corey and I on the Miller Times podcast, where we are currently reviewing all DC Universe TV shows. Uh, as And uh, we and basically Shield. berate... Uh, and Shield, that's true. Uh, we we rate, berate, and uh, decide whether or not that particular episode was worth watching. Uh, we really do love all the shows, but we do give them a very hard time, so it's worth watching, worth, worth listening to. I work all over the country too, Carl. Like, and I did the Bahamas, the Atlantis. It's like a big deal. Brad and I also do another show called WrestleMania, where we take a look back at the events in wrestling uh, with a comedic flair. That's WrestleMania. Have you ever seen a picture of my daughter? Uh, Brad and I also do a third show together called the Selective Comedy Podcast, where we basically talk about anything but politics and whatever's going on with us and uh, in life in general. See how adorable we are? Which one's which? Okay. Wow. Carl, I'm sorry. We're well, my daughter's the one without down. the beard. Uh, oh, I wasn't get sure. Get off of Carl's leg, Brad. <laughs> All right, Vic, the, the joke would have been funnier if you wouldn't have called me out. <laughs> Let's get back to the show. <laughs> My website's bradscottcomedy.com, by the way, Carl. <laughs> All right. We are back. You enjoying yourself, Carl? Kind of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, can, we can get Corey out of here if you want. Uh, 
Uh, he doesn't have to be here. Carl. We can get Vic out here. Just yeah, just, want. yeah, just operate this part on your own. Uh, so now it's time to talk Billy Madison. Finally. Finally. <laughs> and before we do that, though, of course, we have, uh, I think it's by far our most popular segment. It is. Woo-hoo! I got to bring up the music for that. This is a, this is a professional. <coughs> this is this kind of this kind of stuff you get, Carl, when you book the old showdown. <laughs> it's like he never knew it was coming. Are right, you ready, Vic? I'm ready when you are. It's time for a little thing we like to call bang, bang roll, roll or, or bust. Episode of Bank Robust, we're going to see if Corey can finally break his never ending losing streak by telling us, Corey, with a budget of $10 million, what was the box office take for the movie Billy Madison? 75. 75 what? Dollars? No, 75 million, schmutz. I'm just checking because last time it was like you went like $700. Yeah, like so. I'm gonna pick. I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna pick $75. All right, hang on. I'm gonna take a take a guess. Is it was a 95? And your guess is correct, Corey. You are wrong. The <laughs> the box office take was $26.4 million. Wow. Wow. 1995. That was. That Sandler wasn't Sandler's, movie. yeah, that wasn't. He he increased his he increased by two and a half times. That's pretty good for a movie, actually. Yeah, I guess I guess maybe this, uh, this, Happy Gilmore would have made more. That would have been well the, because yeah, this, this was the introduction. Yeah, this, this was his Ace yeah, Ventura. Yeah, first one. Yeah, yeah, and if I can only imagine how many people would have walked out in that first ten minutes of the movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean it's it's atrociously him. I mean, it's just so much Sandler all in ten minutes that mm. I don't. Know, I bet people actually walk. That opens out. the movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh yeah, when he's floating in the pool and yeah. he's squirting, he's completely drunk and high, and he's squirting smiley face of suntan <laughs> lotion on him, and he's got his two drunk friends there, and he sees the penguin for the first time, and I mean, it's I mean, it's just, and he's speaking complete gibberish. I mean. Yeah. I, yeah, if if I wasn't already laughing because of all those things being funny, uh, people would have walked out. What, so what would you, let's get this out of the way. Corey? Yes. Is a hold up for you, yes or no? No. Okay, Vic? Yes. Carl? What's the question? Does, does it hold up? Does we talk and say up? whether it holds up or not, and then we talk. Oh, yeah, it holds up. And for I me as well. It, and, 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 a, before the show started, I was like, I could not believe how many quotes I quote from this movie, so it has to hold up. Yeah, for me, yeah, there's a lot of quotable stuff on here. I'm not going to deny that. But uh, I just kept watching the movie and I kept thinking, are we supposed to, um, you know, normally when you have like a main character. Sorry. Go ahead. Because it made it. Three to one. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't matter what you think, Corey. (laughs) It's going in the hall. We're going to build a Hall of Fame. At one point, we're going to get a physical showdown Hall of Fame so that all of our fans, you know, as we like to say, the guys with the showdown syndrome, uh, have a place to go and relive classic episodes. Yeah, we'll we'll be getting the actual Hall of Fame once WWE gets their actual Hall of Fame. Uh, So why why don't you think it holds up? Um, I just... Since you're the one that's wrong. Well... Right, Carl? He's wrong. No, he's not wrong. Uh, Yeah. He's got a point. He's got a point. Go ahead, Corey. 
typically in movies like this, like your main character, you want the audience, um, you know, to to like them. You know, it's like there's got to be a reason for me to like this character to follow along. For the most part, there wasn't much for me to like him as a character. But do you think that's your view? he does a lot of shitty no, stuff. No, but hold on. But do you think that's your view <laughs> yeah. as an adult? Because I've noticed that with myself, like... The people that I like, the people, the characters in movies I thought were cool when I was a kid as an adult, I'm like, I'd fucking hate that guy in real life. If I get, oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> it's just like when you're That's like, because you were that guy. Uh, well, yeah, kind of. But when you have, like, when you're a kid, you he, think, uh, you know. Uh, Billy well, Madison was written to be the polar wrong thing. Like, I mean, it was, he was, he was written to be stupid. Yeah. And, to the nth degree. Mm hmm. Right. Well, he's a spoiled. He's you know, he's a spoiled yeah. kid. Silver spoon. Yeah. Like so you don't, Corey. You didn't see any redemption arc for him at all. So you didn't see him going from the idiot, like dumbass that he was, to the less idiotic well, yes. kind of. Yes, yes. There's that, of of course. But it's like it takes a while for it to get to there. So like through most of the movie, you're like, I don't like this. He's kind of like Zach Morris. Have you seen Zach Morris's trash we go on Amazon? Nope. Oh my god, it's the best show. You remember Saved by the Bell? Nope. You don't remember Stay by the Bell? I'm just trying to ruin your joke. <laughs> oh, no. It's, 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 it's oh, because, because Saved by the Bell threw me off, maybe. Um, Uncomfortable uh, had, actually had a cell phone in it. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you are it's nailing this. The Zach Morris you phone. You're nailing this, making me feel insecure and inadequate and less like a man. <laughs> uh, but they have a show on Amazon, and it's on YouTube, uh, called Zach Morris' Trash, where this guy goes back and looks basically goes over an episode of Saved by the Bell and points out how horrible of a human being Zach Morris was. How he's just manipulating and using everybody around him for his own gain. And that's the same thing with, I feel like, with Adam Sandler characters. You yeah. go back and look and you're like, yeah. Like, first of all, why is why is Billy Madison want to take over the yeah. hotel thing? Yeah, why would you care? Yeah. Because he hated Eric. Oh, that's true. But still. But anything, to, anything to do against Eric. Okay, yeah, I, I can see that. But it just it just seems so he's just so content with sitting in a pool drinking all day. Who's better who's better Sandler movie bad guy? Eric from Billy Madison or Shooter McGavin from Happy Gilmore? Shooter, Shooter McGavin. Oh Shooter McGavin. Oh, wow, it wasn't even a debate. <laughs> nope. No, not at all. <laughs> it well, it was it's a much better written character. Mm -hmm. So that's it, it has nothing to do with the actor. It was Do you think he gets annoyed? Who? Shooter McGavin? Yeah. No. You, he's had, because I don't know his name off the top of my head. but Christopher that, McDonald. Yeah. That dude's had a career. Yeah. And he's been in a ton of shit, including Requiem for a Dream. Of course. Plays like the game show host. You see yeah, that? Back to that but, again. But, but, you see uh, that, Carl? But, but Eric's had a much better career. <laughs> you see Requiem for a Dream? Yes. Long right. time ago. Uh, Keith David. Best, best character in that whole movie. <laughs> no, we're not going through this again. It ain't gonna get suck off of itself. It. Get, get no. off of it. Ass to ass. Oh my god! I was talking about that the other day. I was like, uh, "Stop it, Brad!" It's just so funny when the guy says it. It's just so. It sounds so funny to me. Ass to ass. So Billy Madison. <sighs> All right, go ahead. All right. No, I feel. I feel like that guy would be annoyed a little bit, right? Because he's had this long career where he's done so much work, but you know, if he's in an airport or if he's out somewhere, the first thing people are going to say to him is "shooter." Hey, he accepted the role. Yeah, I don't. You I get what you get. I think if you're, you know, regardless of what, if you're just a character actor or you're a main star, if something like that happens, you just have to embrace well, it. Well, way, way to have it. empathy there, Vic. Well, 
I mean, because I know he did. It. He chose the character, it's, but I mean, I'm saying he can no, still be annoyed. Point, I'm not saying he's ruining his life. My point is, is you're being recognized as a star. If you do something and people recognize you, they're recognizing you because they appreciate it. Well, you Vic, did. I understand a hundred percent, but here's what I'll say. It's like after a show, like I hate having to sell t-shirts because I hate having to talk to people from the show. And it's not because the reason like I, the there you'll, you'll meet maybe a handful of people over the course of a night who you have like a fun, interesting, great conversation. They know exactly you know, when it's run its course and they move on, like, it's perfect. Those people are awesome right. and amazing. It's the 95% who just want to come up drunk, you know, uh, tell me a racist joke or something like that that makes me hate going through that process. So I'm sure right. he meets a lot of fans who are very respectful and everything else, and we'll bring that up. But I'm sure he also has a bunch of the guys who just yell shooter at him, you know what I'm saying, while well, he's, he's at a restaurant. And nowadays, that's probably not a good thing. Now, now those ninety-five. I'm sorry, I have to go back. Those ninety-five percent of the people that go up, come up to you and are annoying after your show, are their jokes better than yours? Probably. It's why they annoy me, Carl. Uh, <laughs> but they do. It they like. Oh, they'll so stand there. They there stand there, and like, it's clear that the conversation is over, yeah, and you we, do that. Yeah, at PopCon, we definitely have those Yeah, guests. and you just, you kind of like... They just, they're, they just leech and keep talking, and then they'll walk away for 10 feet, and then they'll come back with another story. And yeah. Eventually, <laughs> I have to do like the thing like, oh, well, the club needs me for something. I'm going to go bust tables. And that's why we uh, have handlers. <laughs> I need that. Step off. <laughs> just to go with me on shows. All right, so Brad, what are, away. what are you and Harper's favorite scenes from the movie? Uh, the the bathtub scene where he's a shampoo is my when my daughter shampoo goes first, conditioner yeah. goes second. She would literally <laughs> recite that every time she took a bath. I would hear from the bath going, "Conditioner is better." I leave the hair silky and smooth. It's <laughs> a pretty good sandler. That's a, that's it's uh that's our. I, I used to get called. I used to told I look like Adam Sandler when I was in middle school. What I had a much younger face. He was more like Hodor. It's more like as uh, I don't I don't know who that is. Is he, is he in a movie with cell phones? Come on, don't insult Christian like that. <laughs> uh, My apologies, Christian. It was uh like because I had like the short dark you know black hair and you had hair back then. Yeah, I know, man. It's it's bad. Why do you think I have a hood on? My hair's in that hat. weird phase <laughs> where you know like it's doesn't know if it's staying or leaving. Mm. Like oh, some it, of it's, it's hanging oh, it's around. Leaving. It's just thin and bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. I look like Daniel Tosh season one or two of uh, Tosh .0. You ever did that, <laughs> that? You go back. He talked about it one time. If you go back and look, yeah, it was getting really bad. And then all of a sudden, like three seasons later, it is full, thick, and luxurious. That Comedy <laughs> Central money. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I am a ugly, unfunny, balding uh, comedian. Why are we still talking about you? Uh, you asked me a question that, about that, my daughter. That's what this <laughs> podcast is about, right? Mm. Pretty much. It's usually, <laughs> just me, it's usually just me going over my personal life and what's because going the, on because it. his show is going down. Yeah. <laughs> Carl, did you have anything that things are better though? I've actually Carl, spent... you need a new co-host for anything you're doing. No, I the I mean it's it's a comedy and it's a pure Adam Sandler comedy. So I don't know if it's a like or a dislike, but he does have a good story arc. He comes in. And he's a complete blithering idiot. You, and yep. at the, uh, the, when he's uh, with his 
with, with his dad's friends at the dinner table. He's not even speaking English. He's no. speaking Adam Sandlerese. Yeah. And it's it's hilariously and it's cringeworthy. And it is. Yeah. That's like through the whole scene. I was like, oh man. Yeah. It, but but he progresses. I mean, he he goes into first grade. Uh, he comes up with the, he comes up with the idea that he should do two weeks mm-hmm. for every grade. And the one of the best scenes is I think it's kindergarten. The story time. Yeah, he's, and all the kids are passed out. Get down. your ass out there and you find that fucking dog. <laughs> yeah, and, and immediately into the dodgeball scene, which is hilarious. He's kicking the crap out of these five-year-olds. Yeah, <laughs> but the uh, but no, but he has a story arc and he ends up getting the only woman in the movie. Yeah, well, the teacher, the other teacher, uh, too. yeah, and the principal's kind of womanish too. <laughs> I want to kind of like I'd love to be able to take. I wish they could build a like cinematic universe just around like different characters. Like I hope she could be that and Billy Madison and they get together, but then shortly after she has to explain to him that she has to leave to go, you know, uh venge the death of her partner against <laughs> Kano in a tournament of yeah. the immortals. Like I wanna <laughs> s- I wanna see like those ki- those worlds combine. We always you Black Panther and Iron Man, of course they go together. Billy Madison and Mortal Kombat <laughs> Or then throw like uh, what, what would that be know? like? What? What would that be like? Are you? Oh, well, it, it'd be a trip through the mind, Corey. <laughs> I, I do. A, I do an impression, Carl. It's pretty good, right? It's to creepy, to, to take a quote Lambert. from Billy Madison, I think we are all now dumber for having listened to that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would agree. I would agree, Carl. That's a good point. You really, you've been on fire, this podcast. <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> I love that car because I've always wondered what people might think if they like come out to my show or something and then tune into an episode and they don't know the backstory on some of these jokes. <laughs> and I just saw the face of it. And it's, it's not good. <laughs> we're, probably not, we're probably not keeping a lot of listeners we're getting if I'm dropping that Christopher Lambert a lot. <sighs> uh, okay. Vic, what about you? Um, so like Carl was saying, and that's why I brought it up with you, Corey, was – it does have, like, it starts off, like you said, he's just a complete and utter buffoon. And as the story goes, you kinda, he kind of starts to endear himself a little bit more, a little bit more. He becomes a little bit nicer, a little nicer. He obviously gets a little bit smarter, a little more aware of life um, to where the point where he's even kind of, like, starting to, to care about the kids that are in the class with him and moving forward. So, like, I feel like there was a good redemption arc to it. And that kind of the story kind of holds even up to watching it again. You still have that kind of get that same feeling for it. Um, as far as my, I think my favorite scene in it though um, is when I forgot what group what uh, what thing it was, but the teacher just like gave him this ten minute long like shit about him being wrong, and he just had this look on his face like, damn, he just fucking ra- raped my world. Um, you could have just said I was wrong, and that would have been the end of it. That was probably my favorite scene. Are before. you talking about the science one? Yeah, the science teacher. Yeah, that was nice. Powerful, more like powerful. There you go. That was <laughs> that was uh, that teacher was the voice of the dog in Little Nicky. It's uh, Robert Schmeigel. Ah, and also creator of Saturday's TV Funhouse, TV Funhouse, and uh, uh, what's his name? The, uh, talking dog in Triumph. Triumph. Yeah, he does that. Yeah, nice. So uh, you guys, at one point in time, Eminem was beefing with Triumph. Yes, <laughs> like for real. <laughs> yeah. And Moby. That's the weird. It's going to be the weirdest, like, I like how we just segue in right history. into How did we replay this again? Right, though, if I gave you, if I said come up with the weirdest person that, the, that Eminem or anyone would have beef. 
Because for one, I don't think of Moby as a person who has a lot of beefs. He seems like just a nice guy who does techno music. And then Tribe the Insult Comic Dog is probably used to having celebrities mad at him or whatever. But Eminem like, took it to a whole new level. I guarantee those two names would never come across your mind. Unless we listened to our show like a couple of weeks ago where we talked about this exact same thing. Oh, shit. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I think Farley is one of my favorite Moving characters on. in this movie, though. Bus driver. Yeah, yep. that's the bus driver. Yeah, he wasn't even like he wasn't even established yet, right? No, he was on Saturday Night Live. He was on Saturday Night Live. But yeah, I'm talking like, like mainstream. Because like, this is yeah. Because these movies are being made after Sandler's Sandler's Saturday Night run. Live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, but this was but he wasn't Tommy Boy yet. No, Tommy Boy probably came out. That's to me when he became mainstream. Well, yeah, because that's when he was done with Saturday Night Live. Yeah, Tommy Boy, I think probably came out a, a year or two later. Okay. And then and, the ninja and then, movie. No, Black Sheep was next. Well, and then Beverly yeah, Hills Ninja. Okay, yeah, yeah, there we go. And then Wagons is it Wagons East or is that the John Candy one? All right, Corey, we we get it. There's, you know his history. Well, <laughs> let me ask you this: Chris Farley, Adam Sandler movies. Like, who's had the better run? Who had the better run? I think it's Sandler. If I'm not, I'm not talking about throughout history because obviously Sandler's library is a lot bigger. I'm talking about just through that first stretch. Happy, you know, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. Uh, what was the next one? Uh, Waterboy. Wedding Singer. Wedding yeah. Singer, Waterboy. But I don't think Wedding Singer did that well. Tommy Boy, Black Sheep, they're, Beverly Hills Ninja. Sandler's got him beat. Yeah, he's got him beat, yeah. but they're very different. They're different. Yeah, I was never, like, I liked Chris Farley, but I don't know. I was never a huge fan of uh, I'm the fat guy who falls into stuff bit. Well, I mean, that was his thing. <laughs> he, want, he wanted to be like, uh, what's his name? Belushi. Belushi. Uh, Belushi, yeah, that nailed was the idols. ending. <laughs> yeah, that that's for sure. A little rough, but yeah. Shot for shot remake. <laughs> Wasn't it the same city? It might have been. I think it was. Thought they were both Chicago, but I could be wrong. Anyway, if only you had a little small box in front of you that you could look it up. Or we could stop anyway. talking about these <laughs> hilarious just, people dying. Yeah, on our comedy. We could just change the podcast. topic of conversation. And, mm. <laughs> That's an idea too. So the, the there was one thing that very clearly did not hold up in the movie, and, and that was oh, the, I know the, the school shooting scene at the end. Yeah, yeah, oh, you, you yeah. would have thought like, where was the good guy with the gun? You know what I mean? Like that's where's the was, yeah? It ended up being the insane guy with the gun. <laughs> <laughs> Is that two what, insane guys with guns? Yeah. Do you remember the first time you saw that that lipstick scene? Where he's he's talking <laughs> to Steve Buscemi and he's cross and he crosses oh, yeah, him yeah, off yeah, the yeah. list. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. It would have been a whole lot funnier if he used the red marker to cross off the name and yeah. use it as lipstick. Yeah. lipstick. Because he actually puts yeah. the marker down and pull, picks up red lipstick. That's right. That was unnecessary movie producer. You're dumb. <laughs> what? Was that you, get a, you get an extra laugh out of doing it that way. Was that ending <laughs> by, written? By just keeping the same thing. Yeah. Was that ending written? Ending written. Yeah, because I don't know. It kind of felt yeah, like the whole they movie just, was written. It kind of felt like they threw some <laughs> shit in there. I'm I'm guessing I mean, a lot was of it ad libbed. Just I don't know. It felt like I doubt it. No, I it's doubt such it. a strange ending. Well, yeah, it's it had a, it had an imaginary penguin throughout the entire movie. Of course, it was that strange. My favorite yeah. parts. <laughs> the best. That's my favorite. That's my. I think Hello, that's the Mr. funniest penguin. scene. Is yeah, when he shows up drunk <laughs> and then he sees the, <laughs> at penguin. the teacher's house. Yeah. Well, what do we have here? Yeah. So sorry to the interrupt. interrupt. Proceed. <laughs> It's too damn hot out here for that penguin <laughs> to be just walking around. <laughs> okay, one one line I still say to this day: he called the shit poop, or he called the poop shit. Yeah, no, 
Fuck, I gonna ask her. I can't. Let me. What did does this uh, make? Do you think of this movie every time you hear Snack Pack? No. Mm, yep. Every time I hear Snack Pack, I always have to follow. You're the coolest. Think, yep. Nope. I thought this was your Snack Pack. <laughs> uh so <coughs> both of you guys seem to be taking the some time off here. What is uh? <laughs> <laughs> you're just both just left me completely hanging there. Uh I'll what's, edit that. What, what's uh, what's the better scenes? Like I said, I mean, th- there for me, nothing really stands out as being great scenes. I mean, the, the he's ki- kind of got the the one scene you I, could kind of applaud him for is when the kid, uh, pe- uh peed himself on the fa- on the on the trip. Yep, and he and he yeah. poured the water on him and did that. Okay, so but. So, so your only issue is that there's, he's just not a redeemer. Yeah, character. yeah. I just didn't. I just didn't really. I mean, yes, he does have the arc. Where I, he goes I think from one of the. I think one of the, the best things that they did was to put an O'Doyle, an O'Doyle in every single group. Yeah, like that family is ridiculously stupid and and huge. <laughs> and and then they toots <laughs> us off a cliff. It's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's he, he knows an O'Doyle family, right? Sandler? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I've, there's there. It was uh, a friend of his. They just changed the name. Well, because yeah, because you. Oh, it was a friend of his. Is either a friend oh, of his or a neighbor? I imagine someone that he yeah. grew up with that was bullying because of the way that they just drive them no. off a cliff at the end. No, I think I think the joke is that 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 they did that, but you know, it's a friend of theirs or something like that. So, um, well, O'Doyle comes up in a couple of the other movies too, and uh, Click, the, uh, one of the kids that's being a real jerk to his kids in the movie. Their last name's O'Doyle. What's your favorite Sandler movie? Didn't we already say this? Yes, oh. we did this already. Oh, we did. Yeah. Absolute favorite Adam Sandler. You fall movie? asleep earlier, and no, wait, wait, wait. wait. When did we say favorite? Adam <laughs> we Sandler absolutely movie? did this. We, yeah, this is. We, we can, Do you we, not remember me saying Nikki? Oh, that's right. And you <laughs> giving me a hard time about it. It's been. It's all been recorded. There's proof. I'm off my game. <laughs> I understand. Corey, take it from here. Take I understand this has been of a bit of a longer episode. So take I, the wheel. Did you, did you take you? the wheel, Corey. All right, Vic. Do you have anything else you want to talk about uh, with with Billy Madison? Um, I, I was at least happy that there was one black person in it. You know, that had a, a, a more recurring role than just a little kid in the background. So no, no. <laughs> I mean, I, I like I said, the the movie held up for me. Um, I like the story. Like, I just think it was a good story. And I think he had good interaction with the kids. And I know that people like you always hear about, oh, acting with kids is the most horrible thing in the world. And there was a lot of fucking kids in this movie. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't know why you didn't think it held up. So eh. I'm a little perplexed at that. But other than that, no, I think it's a great movie. It just didn't. It just didn't hit with me like it used to. I mean, I've got the movie. And considering so, some of the shit you think stands up. Um, yeah, I do find a little I didn't awkward. give my best Adam Sandler movie. We oh. skipped me. That's why I didn't remember. I don't think that's Brad, what's your I favorite? Think you started I, don't, the I don't think we skipped you. We what's just didn't care. Oh, <laughs> what was your favorite, Carl? Uh, uh, um, happy happy, yeah, happy Gilmore. Oh, yeah, that's right. No, that was mine, too. Okay. Did you, yeah, that's right. I did say that. I always want to say Happy Madison. <laughs> I do, too. I was a mistake. <laughs> All right. The whole thing. Like, it's just... v- yeah. Brad, do you have anything else you want to add? Mm-mm. No. Carl? About the movie? No, yes. we've no. It's uh, it it it's cringeworthy and hilarious at the same time. I love I love the one liners. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, there's... the the old lady saying, "If peeing your pants is cool, then I'm Miles Davis." I was on the <laughs> I was on the floor. <laughs> Corey knows what that's like. Yes. He's at that age. 
I got my depends yeah. on. Continence <laughs> is his new friend. <laughs> we are aware he's not that old, but like, especially when he puts that hood up and he just has this Obi Wan Kenobi beard going out, he just looks old. Especially when I go out in public and it's even more. <laughs> I imagine old. that's what Father Time looks like. Like the, you know how people say Father Time, the yeah, the abstract view. That's it's Corey. And that's our show. Uh, we're just gonna go with this. I am off my game. Uh, you're way off. No, your no, game. no. You're not off your game. Carl has beaten your game. Yeah. <laughs> He's the best host we've ever had. I, I, I bet the <laughs> listeners are loving this. Actually. You want to come back next week? <laughs> Hey, call, <laughs> dial me say, in. Corey? I said I bet the listeners are loving it, though. <sighs> they do like my pain. Yeah. Um, by the way, this is this started as a running joke, but I am legitimately <laughs> nervous and uncomfortable. At this, <laughs> <one>. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is about as real as it gets. So, uh, you know what? I'm going to listen to some Bay. Go ahead. Close this out, Corey. All right. We want to thank Carl for coming on the show. Woo! And uh, for Vic. That's me. For Brad. No, don't go to me. Not Brad. I'm Corey. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. If being your pants is cool, I'm Miles Davis, buddy. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.